Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you watching this evening, and hopefully you'll learn something and maybe your heart will be touched and softened. I'm really happy tonight to welcome Angie Alderman. Hi. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Appreciate it, and as we usually do, we like to get a little history and a little background, mm -hmm. so tell us about your time as a growing up here in Utah, was it? Yeah. Okay, tell I us. Was, uh, I was born and raised here, um, grew up in West Jordan, and um, baptized, baptized in the church, in, really? at eight years old, yeah, did oh. pretty much did the whole <laughs> traditional thing. How about your parents? Were they... Uh, members? They were, They yeah. were sealed in the temple, is that They right? were, yes, they weren't uh, originally married in the temple, but yeah. uh, did orig did eventually get uh, sealed in the temple. And were, did you go in there to be sealed No, they were, they were, they were, I was born under the covenant, oh, so, okay. yeah. All right. Um, so just active and busy as a young primary person? Person, I did yeah. primary, did all my articles of faith memorization, yeah. did, <laughs> Did young women's and it's graduated. It's kind of expected of us. Yes, isn't that's it? yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the system. Yes. Uh, so, did seminary? Did you take seminary? I did. Graduated. Yeah. Yeah. You feel um, like you had a? T oh, go ahead. No, no, that's all. <laughs> did you feel like you had a testimony of Joseph Smith and the church? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, as a freshman. I, uh, I believe President Benson was the prophet, and uh, he was. Uh, did the big push of reading the Book of Mormon. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so um, I read I read the Book of Mormon and gained a testimony, and I knew it was true. I knew I knew Jesus, I knew Joseph Smith was a prophet. Did you ever think at that point that you'd ever even question anything? You just that was just your life, wasn't it? It was my life, and you know I remember there was a point um, when the RLDS Church um, had um, stopped. They had given up and renounced the Book of Mormon, and I remember thinking, I don't know if you remember that it was a long time ago, but I, I remember the Book of Abraham. But did they do the Book of I Mormon? I believe too? so. I don't yeah. know. I just remember that, and I just remember what would happen if the prophet had would had come out and said, "We renounce the Book of Mormon," you know. And I remember thinking, my life would end. <laughs> yeah, my life as I know it, <laughs> it would, would end, be yeah. over. Yeah, and I oh. I didn't know it, you know. Yeah. And that was as a freshman or sophomore. So you yeah. knew then that you really were, I was, you defend, would I defend was the faith? And absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you certainly felt like President Benson and the others were f all prophets, oh, seers yes. and revelators. And yes, and I followed them. I don't, you don't question that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So what happens after high school? Um, I, went to, uh, I went to New York as a nanny, and I was active oh. all the way through that. Yeah. A lot of young LDS girls have done that, haven't they? They did, especially at that age. It was uh, 87, 88. Yeah. Yeah. And was that a good experience? It was a good experience. And were you active back there? I was, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was just for a year or so? I, I did that for two years, wow. yeah. And 
Okay. Kind of got the New York kind of <laughs> buzz, you know? And yeah. Yeah. And then I came home and had a really hard time adjusting back to Utah, co Utah culture. Why did, wh what was the problem? It was slow. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that, and I, um, I think I got a taste of what was outside of Utah. Got a different perspective. Different maybe, perspective yeah. of, you know, how people lived and because I hadn't lived outside of Utah. You mean really. those people out there are good people? Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> shocking, isn't I it? I know, you right? You realize yeah. that there people outside the church are good. Yeah, and yeah. There, there's differences. And, yeah. and I really struggled and, and couldn't, couldn't really find my way back into um, LDS culture. Yeah. I, do you think young girls leaving the young women's program transitioning say to relief society have a harder harder time yeah especially if you don't look or fit in a certain way and if you don't get married at a certain age and you don't yeah. start having children at a certain age you know um, yeah. I, I think that the church has a really big problem finding places for yeah. young single women who don't fit that mold. Right. So after coming back from New York, what happens? Um, I found myself getting into the wrong crowd. Okay. <laughs> and Not I said. <laughs> yeah. And I um, didn't want to do it anymore and I went inactive. Oh wow. Yeah. What would your parents think of that? Um, well, my mom had died a few years before that and oh. I pretty much didn't really have a relationship with my dad, so it was so like... So you didn't feel any pressure? Pressure, to, okay. yeah. So there wasn't... And then uh, um, how long does this last? Um, it was about three years. In that time, I thought I was in love with a guy. <laughs> you know how you do that. <laughs> oh <dear. laughs> yeah. And I moved to Oklahoma. Oh. Um, and kind of that was part of my um, inactivity and um, was there being inactive yeah. and uh, doing my thing out there. Um, life wasn't working out yeah. and you go back to what you know. Okay. So um, went back to the church, went back you? to the church oh, okay. and, uh, you know, confessed my sins to my bishop. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, that was an, that was a, an okay, it was a good experience. I guess at that point I had a, I had a good bishop who, um, I felt different because the church outside of Utah is very is different. Yeah, um, people are different. I think the converts are <laughs> different. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it interesting though that you feel not compelled? I mean, that's the organization of the church, but that you need to go to a man. Yeah, and repent <coughs> exactly. of your sins and forgive. But I didn't know anything different. Well, sure, that yeah. we don't. So that's yeah. what I did. And yeah. try to get things right. So yeah. did you eventually come back then to Salt Lake? Um, I did after I went on my mission. I, I Oh, you went from your mission? Yeah, I went from my mission for t from Oklahoma. From Oklahoma? Yeah. Oh, and where did you go on your mission? To Pocatello, Idaho. Oh. Kind of ironic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> almost close to home. Yeah. How, how was that? Um, I had a real... I struggled. I... I uh, I struggled in the fact that it was hard and my mission president expected so much of me and uh, it was just constant work, 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 work. 
and uh, just numbers you mean that <laughs> kind of thing doors just knocking or it, it was so much more than that other than he expected a lot out of me if there was a troubled sister missionary that needed help I was the go-to sister um. and um, you know and I had there was I was in so many threesomes in companionships because you know, numbers yeah of and if there was a, if there was a missionary that needed that was on her way out the door I was the one who was gonna fix her oh. you know and he was he was a worker bee <laughs> you know and so well, he must have had a lot of trust in you though well yeah <laughs> but if I if I, I faltered once yeah. you know and um, yeah. I was pulled into the mission president's office and had a chit chat <laughs> How did you feel about the church then, um, during your mission then, was that? You know, it, it was the start, I think, of my total frustration, but uh, there again, I didn't know any different. It was like, yeah. I follow the prophet, I don't question the priesthood, he is my mission president, what am I supposed to do? Sure. So you went through the temple, I guess, before uh, Before your mission. my mission, yeah. What temple did you go through? Uh, the Dallas Temple was okay. the first one, yeah. How was that experience? You know, I actually really loved going to the temple. That was my, f that was, I wanted to go to the temple and I didn't want to go on a mission. Um, I went on a mission to impress my friends or please my friends that wanted, that, well, you're 23, that's what you should do. You're a single sister. Oh. That's what I did. I, I just wanted to go to the temple. Yeah. I loved the temple. I loved the temple in the fact that I loved the creation. Once I got there, and uh, you know, and I loved the creation, the rest of it kind of went. Though the rest of it was a little strange. A little strange, yeah. but <laughs> you know, yeah, we've had a few that have experienced that. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, but you know, at the time, I was drawn to the temple, so I went, and that's what I did. I think it was part of God calling me out you know, and, and trying to understand, but, you know, I didn't understand at the time, yeah. you know. You didn't, did it raise any questions, though, specifically in your N mind? Not at the time. I think the more I went, the more... You started seeing. The seeing, yeah. yeah. Well, we I went through it for so many years and didn't um, ever really connect the idea that I was consecrating everything to the church. Right. Did you ever think of that when you went through? I, I didn't think of, it wasn't until later that I realized I was consecrating everything to the church and not to God or. I think the part, I, I couldn't, I was fine with the whole creation <laughs> part. Yeah. And then as soon as they turned the movie off, <laughs> the rest of it didn't make sense. Okay. But I was just like, again, I just followed blindly, you know, well, yeah. this is for direct revelation from the prophet yeah. to, you know, and so I okay. just didn't question it, yeah. you know, and. Okay. So what happens after temple um, and mission? Mission. And, yeah. Well, um, I end up coming back to Utah and um, I end up. I get married. Um, I was about 25 when I came home. I get married when I'm 29. I do everything that I'm supposed to do. Is this a good Mormon boy that you married? Or? Well, you know. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is. And But it, we were very unequally yoked. But oh. I was, at the time, I, you know, I wanted to get married, so you know, and I'm 29 and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So I 
get married. We didn't get married in the temple originally, which, pr you know, and then we were married about four years, and I did all the work to get us to the temple. Get yourself worthy again to go to the temple. Yeah, so, we, so yeah. we go to the temple, and amazingly enough, that's when the marriage really broke down. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's strange, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So, and I just, um, it was, I just, my life was like, I had done everything, and, and I was just, it's like, okay, Heavenly Father, I have done everything that I have been, supposedly you've asked me to do, yeah. and my life is crap right now. And I just remember um, I was at the height of depression. Oh. My marriage was broken. Um, I, had, I had put on like 100 pounds in depression in this marriage, and my husband was just, it was terrible. Just and no joy at all. It, there was no joy. Yeah. And I remember saying, Heavenly Father, I just want to know you outside of the LDS church. And for me, that meant... That was big, wasn't it? It was big. Yeah. And for me, that meant I want to be able to sin and know you. And, and I know that that sounds really crazy, but, you know, for me, it was like, break the word of wisdom and be okay. Is that the Mormon mentality, do you think? I think of, it of was. Cause like, it's you know, either or, or? Yeah, because it's like, you know what, if I want to have a cup of coffee or, you know, at the time I was smoking, you know, and I'm a smoker, you know, but, you know, it's it's like... I, I can smoke and God still loves me. You felt that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, and I didn't want to be, I was tired of being bound by all these rules and, and I was just my whole life being, just being bound by all these rules and I was just tired of it. And I was just like, I'm done. There was a lot of guilt associated with that totally, too, Totally, right? totally guilt. And yeah. I was done. So I didn't know where I was going, I just knew that I was going to have a relationship with God outside of the LDS church, and I was going to have a cigarette. <laughs> that's where I went. Okay. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. it was healthy for me or not, that's where I was at. So, did you find Jesus and God during this transition period? It took me about 10 years, and it, wow. led, me, it led me down a road of total self-destruction. But, um... Because you felt like you were defeated and, and not um, doing what you're supposed to? No, I gave up. I just totally gave up everything LDS. I walked away everything. And I pretty much rebelled against everything LDS. However, I defended the doctrine. You did? I did. Crazy enough as it is, I defended the doctrine, but I would not live it. So you still believed in the Book of Mormon and Joseph Smith yeah. and, and all the, yeah. the teachings of the church. So, yeah. Well, that must have been really, a, like you say, a very difficult 10-year period. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just didn't, you know, it's like I just gave up on the guilt. I'm going to rebel, and I did. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I rebelled. And <laughs> I got to a place that uh, led me to rehab. Oh, boy. Um, but... You know, my Heavenly Father pulled me out of a really bad situation, and He said, you know what, daughter, I'm not having it. And He saved me before I knew it. And He led me to um, a, very, a very dear friend, and she started taking me to 
church and uh, I said you know um, I'm sorry LDS church no <laughs> to a Christian church <laughs> to okay. a Christian church Intermountain Baptist actually because okay. um, I told her I said you know I need to go somewhere different because I need to be away from uh, I need to not be involved with the people that I was involved with I just come out of rehab yeah and uh, I don't I, d I need to stay away from those friends um, Clean yeah. and sober, a year and a half, by the way. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, so she started taking me. So I started hanging out at her house and going to Intermountain Baptist. And uh, and uh, one day I was going to church, and this was before I was saved, but um, uh, God said, I'm sitting in church, and my favorite song is How Great Thou Art. Uh, <laughs> and it uh, happens to be the first song that the you know that's being sung. And uh, I had been attending church there for uh, a couple weeks and, uh, you know, going in and everybody's, you know, Levi's, whatever, you know, yeah. tank casual. tops, casual, right. you right. know. And, uh, and uh, he <laughs> I heard his voice and he said, you, you, asked for a, you asked for a relationship with me outside of the LDS church. And here you go. And here you go. Oh, boy. And uh, it wasn't too much longer after that that I was uh, reading a book. Um, by Marv Cowan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember which book it was. I don't know. I it was it was a small pamphlet, but um, it just uh, I think it was called What Mormons Should Ask. I, I think, but um, I was reading it one day, and along with other series of events that happened, and uh, just the more the the shackles of the foundation of Mormonism just fell and Christ just lifted up and and I thought about that one day when I said what if the Book of Mormon was taken away from me and I thought my life would crumble and I realized that my life wasn't going to crumble and that wow yeah and the guilt probably the guilt is I stand in grace yeah my yoke is easy. My yoke is easy. Yeah. My burden is light. And do we have troubles as Christian? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we go through we go through struggles. We have, you know, but but God is our Father. Yeah. And He does everything for our good. Now, for the skeptical LDS out there, do they feel like you've just gone into something that allows you to sin? Oh yeah, they actually have some friends at work that, um, for those who. For those who knew me before, think that I'm just on a little journey and that I'll come back. Okay. Uh, those who didn't know me before me before, and know that I served a mission uh, believe that um, I honestly didn't have a testimony in the first place. Sure. So. Yeah. Your fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, it's like I understand that they don't, they they just don't have the spirit indwelling in them so they're not yeah. going to understand so we're just going to have a spinning conversation anyway. So here you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of mm -hmm. Latter-day Saints. Tell us now what Jesus really means to you and, and what the difference is mm. if you can put that into words. Jesus Christ is my personal Savior. He led me to the cross. I wear it proudly. Yeah. He saved me and sometimes I can't put that into words. Yeah. And I don't have to, oh. but um, 
I can say now to people, to Mormons who come up to me and ask, you know, they'll say, read the Book of Mormon, and I say, read the Book of Romans. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the Gospel of Jesus Christ is, and it's plainly explained. Don't read it with any Joseph Smith translation or Book of Mormon cross-references. Read it in whatever version you want to read it in, yeah. but read the Book of Romans. See. It's simple, it's plain, it's there. Yeah. The real true gospel. The real true gospel. The good news. The good news yeah. that grace is the free gift. It's not by works. Yeah. So what else did you notice in this Christian church the first few times you went? The that people were happy and there's, you know, it's, the, it's not about religion. No, it's about Christ. It's about Christ, you know, and if I go to church, it's not about, you know, my temple recommend was contingent upon me being active in church. Yeah. And that takes us back to the old law, just like, you know, we when... Yeah. We didn't understand that, did we? No. Latter-day Saints. No, we didn't. We yeah. thought it was the celestial kingdom. The other one thing you mentioned was the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. How, how fickle is He? Yeah. If you're unworthy, He'll walk away. No. No. That's not the good news. No, is it? that's not the good. He he is then, but they don't understand that they, yeah. you know, they they don't. And I'm sorry for that. But if they read the Book of Romans, <laughs> they would more under <laughs> they understand would that, understand wouldn't they? It. Yeah. What would you? You've been through this process. What would you have to give up? And this is kind of a backwards question. But okay. what would you have to give up to go back to the church, the LDS Church? What kind of thought process and things would you have to give up? Oh, I, it's kind of a backwards question, I guess. But my freedom, <laughs> your freedom. There, you'd have I, to give up I, my, the cross. The cross, grace, grace. I, I can't. Yeah, you'd, because oh no, I would impossible. be, I would be, I would be shackled. Yeah, you'd have to give up all you know about Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon. Yeah. in reality. In reality, DNA I would. and archaeology and. It was interesting as we're sitting back there listening to praise to the man. Yeah. I'm like, oh, isn't that just I'm? It's golden calf. I'm sorry. Yeah. It really. Um, are we praising? Are we really worshiping God, or are we praising the man? Yeah. You know, it's something to look at. You carried the Bible on your mission. Yeah, I did. What does the Bible mean to you now? Oh. Anything different? Oh, yeah. I think the biggest thing that um, I want to, you know, it's the article of faith. We believe the Bible to be the Word of God as far as it is translated correctly. We also believe the Book of Mormon to be the Word of God. Really? <laughs> yeah. The Bible is the Word of God. It is the testimony of Jesus, of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It is all we need. And as a, as a missionary, I mean, I look at it, I read the Bible now, and I'm like going, I never read that before. I was a Mormon for 43 years. Where were those scriptures? Where were those scriptures? I was in the Book of Mormon. No, I don't, I, we just don't spend that much time. We carry it to church. We carry it, we cross-reference it, we, yeah, we use it to support the Book of Mormon. Yeah. But do we really, really get into the Bible? When you talk about grace now, um, and the cross and the sacrifice that Jesus did for us and paid for our sins, um, do you, 
don't you feel such a, a difference with what you were experiencing as a Latter-day Saint, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing Grace. Isn't it interesting that Amazing Grace isn't in their hymnal? Yeah, isn't that though? <laughs> and even some of the other things, they change the words to it. Yeah. So, it's a, but yeah, yeah, no, uh, Grace. It's um, because I uh, I do not deserve it. I do not deserve it yet. I and he doesn't need me. God <laughs> is so huge and so big and so more than what the God that I believed in as a Mormon. Kind of a. You put it into a word, said small. He, oh, he's, he was in a box. Yeah. You know, um, there's, there's a Mormon scripture, and I can't remember what it is, but um, ye are bound when you, when I, I am bound when, I, when you do, do what I say, say but do, do not, not what, what I, I say, say have no promise. promise. How are we to say whether God is bound? Yeah, that, the, the phrase that struck me a lot is, we can't put God in our debt. How do you do that? How do you do that? Yeah, this and is the God of the universe. <laughs> and that completely cross, you know, um, completely, um, what's the word, contradicts Bible scripture. Well, it really does. And, uh, and if Mormons or anyone would, would get, the, get into the Bible, Bible and put their trust in Christ, mm -hmm. being born again of the Spirit, yeah. And it's an immediate thing. It is. You've only been out for a couple of years. A year. A year. Yeah. And yet, there's just no question, you, you're a changed, new, you're a new creature. Oh, absolutely. You're born again. Absolutely. And so, you've got just a couple of minutes or okay. a minute or so, what do you tell the LDS people? I just challenge them to read the book of Romans. Um, it has yeah. changed my life. I have um, taken it on this this last year and really done a, a study on it, even just to read it, sit down and listen to it on Bible and on the on your audio app in the on your phone and listen to Paul read it to you. Just listen to it and see that we are saved by grace, that it is a gift and it is not by works. And isn't it interesting what Jesus and Paul didn't say in the Bible? Have you noticed that? I mean, all the, the all the gospel, this other gospel that the, the Mormons believe yeah, in, yeah. they're not, it's not it's there. Not Jesus there. never mentioned Jesus it. Jesus never said it. Or Paul. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Angie, our time's up. Oh. You have a wonderful story. Thank you're, you. You're so sweet. And Thank I you. know you've been a, a great influence to other people already in <laughs> sharing and witnessing to people. They've Thank seen you. a change in your life. And I guess over those that have known you for years, have probably seen a wonderful change yeah. in your life and the yeah. freedom that you have. Yeah. Well, thanks very much Thank for you. coming. And remember, you're following the gospel of Joseph Smith and not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.